welcome to the Frame Flower Podcast. I'm joined by a special guest. This is episode number 55. I'm joined by Jay from Dry Flower. Thanks for joining me, Jay. What up? What up? Thanks for having me. Good times. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we were just talking right before this. We were talking about does the BC bud still come down through? Uh, we're gonna get we're obviously gonna get into uh, you know dry flower and everything there, but I wanna I want to talk about that. Because really, so because we were just talking about like, does BC bud really come down through the through the northwest side anymore? I would think not, but you never know. I guess I don't know. I would say Idaho is still open. Even moving into the states anymore. I mean, is there even a market for it? Yeah, there's definitely a massive market still. I mean, California is still a massive illegal market yet. And like, you know, I've had people hit me up from Cali being like, "Yo, you got any packs for sale?" I'm like nah bro but like i mean i was a little surprised about that right but Mm -hmm. um you know i well the whole south right the whole south still open even though delta eight and all that stuff's popping off it still isn't you know the the illegal market is still like i mean it's it's still bigger i would say the illegal market's still much bigger nationally than the legal market no doubt yeah no doubt it's they're still illegal not medical definitely not recreational it's super shady and it's still, there's still money to be had there for sure. But yeah, and I'm not in that market. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough, you know, the hustle game's tough. Yeah, yeah. It's tough, dude. It's tough. I mean, we were talking about it right before this, you know, it's a stressful thing, bro. It develops terrible habits. It's also just not conducive to like a healthy lifestyle, you know, like it's not, you want to live long. You want to like not have a stressful life that ends your life early, you know, in many different ways, but just stress alone. It's not very conducive yeah. to that. You know, the, it, it's very subtle, uh, the, the um, looking over your shoulder, you know, the paranoia. The know, paranoia I, is a killer, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and yet still, you know, all day long, you're looking over your back. Is that a fed? Is that a cop? Is that a thief? Is that, you know, and it's, you know, you might, you might brush that stuff off as, and, and say, oh, no, that wasn't one. Not that, but, but it's constant. And, you know, that constant lifestyle for me, that was like 25 years of day in day out you know who owes me money are the feds gonna knock my door down am i gonna get picked up today am i gonna get robbed today you know and and all just to to make money which feels good because we need money to live and that feels good and it's it's quick to be had in the weed game when you can go buy a sack for 100 and flip it for buck 50 or 200 whatever and you know the the paranoia isn't worth it you know it's not i mean it's not not for me not anymore not, no, not that yeah lost it. I it's like i want to feel good i want to be happy and and looking over my shoulder and doing things that aren't you know i don't want to say you know i'm not working illegal because i don't i believe that cannabis is you know a positive great thing but you know if somebody's called it illegal and they're going to go after you for it it doesn't feel good to, to hide it you know period so it's a tough game but uh it's a super with- tough game dude it's a it's a game that and it's hard for people to realize but you know, all of that, the illegal markets are all going to dry up, right, eventually. And it's like, I know some some people, it's just like their way of life. Like, it becomes their identity. Like, it, that's what happened to me, right? Like, like we were talking yeah. about this earlier. Like, I mean, you were selling for 25 years. I was, you know, I was, since I was pretty much 13, 14, stopped pretty much when I was 23, 24, around there, whatever. And, you know, like 10 years, dude, became my whole identity, bro. And it's just not it's not everything. It's not your whole life, even though it feels like it. And, 
and especially for those you know people that have been you know selling for you know way longer than even you know like i mean 25 years i mean that's a fucking that's almost a quarter that's a quarter of a century but you know it's just it's not conducive to a healthy lifestyle and it's just not and it's if to be good at it to be like I'm not going to say like, you know, like to sell, like to sell illegally at a high level, you need to, you need to have some skills for sure. But like, I would say though, dude, it's like, yeah, to sell, to sell, to, to sell it, you know, to sell at a high level, you have pretty much consumes your whole life. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and really, you know, to get to that level, it's really, it doesn't, for me, it takes being guided. You know, how do you get to the, that level of having those contacts that can supply you with those, that volume? How do you have the contacts to move that kind of volume? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't have those contacts in fourth grade, fifth grade, 10th grade, Absolutely. you got to grow into those contacts through taking hits, taking losses and, you know, the cream rises to the top. So it's about, you know, just sticking with it and being in that hustle. And how has it, it, how has it helped you? Um, I love to ask this. I think it's a good transition into this. Like, how has it helped you into what you're doing now? And we're going to get into what dry flower is and all that, but like, just in terms of work ethic, like, what do you think about that? I mean, you know, work, work ethic, always been uh, transparent, honest, and do what I say. I try to do, you know, just do, do what I say. I follow through with what I say, do the best I can. I expect that of others if they commit to that. You know, I just, I expect you to follow through with what you say. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know, you know, a lot of the game, uh, the cannabis game, a lot of it's like, it, it's, it's relationships. You know, a lot of the cannabis game is giving stuff on the front you know, developing those, those contacts, it, it takes trust, you know, and, and, you know, in, in, in this game, it's like, oh, let's have you sign the NDA before we chat and da, 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 da. In the dope yeah. game, it's like, here's a couple boxes on the fly. I'll see you next week. What did you say? Your name was Mr. Pink. Who yeah. are you? you know, and then, well, you know, we'll- 100%. Let's go. Well, it's almost like there's more trust. In, and this is what I always say. I swear, like, cause I've talked about this now enough where it's like, it's almost like there is actually honor among thieves and that or honor among the, at least in the, in the dope game, there's honor among that. Cause there's real consequences. There's no honor in this legal shit, bro. This totally. legal shit is like, cause you know, I know people like, dude, if you did, it's, I knew people like, I've known people to do shit in the legal market. If they were to do that in the illegal market, bro, they'd be done. They would yeah. they'd get their head blown off. Like they, like, it's just like, bro. And it's, it's crazy. So it's like, I almost think that the legal market a little slimier in some senses, in some ways. It is. And I try to bring that, that authenticity to, to my, my game, to the, you know, to my clients, like who I am. I'm, I don't try to front that like business dirt, 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 or corporate yeah. dirt, like that. You know, I've hustled my whole life. So I want to be straight. I want to be real. I want to, I want to look them in the eye. I want a handshake deal. And I want to just, you know, and then, and then time will tell how that progresses, you know? So yeah. it, I don't need to hold some feet to the fire. Like I got God on my side. So yeah. I'm blessed. I don't need to, I don't need to push hard. Absolutely. Well, I, I also, it's just, you know, I like the more I deal with, like, like I personally do when the people, when I deal with like, like I've dealt with like business folks that never, that never really from this culture never really dealt with this game. And then I've dealt with folks that are from the game, from the old school. And like, I always like dealing with the old, like the people from the game. Cause there's, they're just way more trustworthy. Like I've been like, I got, I got pretty much, like, last week, I pretty much got found out that I got fucked over on, like, 90K from, like, a business guy. And it was just, like, oh, my fucking God, dude. Like, it's way more cutthroat, honestly, dude, in the sense of, like, you know, there's a lot more honor, I think, on from the traditional side. So, you know, I, it is always interesting. I always love to ask people that are from that, you know, what their opinions are on that. Because I do think we all, honestly, have a lot more honor. And, and I think when it comes to, like, the 
the business folks that come in that don't really understand the history or haven't understood like where this comes from they don't really have any respect for that kind of stuff and, and haven't really seen that kind of stuff and so yeah. but um all right, well, let's sorry keep going my bad it's weed culture you know and, and typically most of the back in the day they smoked weed and the only reason they're hustling because they smoke weed and if they weren't smoking you know there were people that hustled that didn't smoke but largely people that hustle weed it's because they started smoking weed and they thought man if i could just sell a little bit to a friend i could get mine a little bit cheaper you know and that's how it starts how it starts so, yep well they're just smoking they just want to come up they want to have a, a fat sack to puff on and they don't want to pay top dollar for it right so you know that one thing leads to another next thing you know they're moving you know 50 packs 100 packs Ooh, and driving get- boxes yeah absolutely no that's exactly how it starts <laughs> no that's exactly how it is absolutely um okay sweet so let's dive into dry flower let's dive into you know what what are you offering here what's this because you know i was very excited what you were telling me dry flower is that is really the culmination of of my life's work in the cannabis game you know i've, I've hustled and grown and you know, everything in between and, and, the, you know, more, more over the last 15 years, I was, I was exclusively growing. Um, and of course I'm hustling everything I'm, I'm growing, but it's not like being in the hustle game, you know, when you're just growing a crop and you, and you move it. So you know, over that time, I really, you know, understood the, the uh, bottleneck and the weakness in, in the, in the grow game was the harvest process, you know, so much money in labor, labor kills you in harvesting cannabis. And because it's been illegal, you know, only, you know, most of the time I've been alive, there's no products for the industry, you know? So I remember when I bought my first lights, dude, I, I was scared of leaving the store with a light. I thought the feds were going to follow me home. I had to have somebody else pick the light up. It was like 1000 watt light, you know? So it was super shady. Now we've got all these products, all these companies that are bringing forth products for the cannabis industry above board, but there's really nothing for, you know, drying wheat. So everybody's on their own to sort it out. And essentially, any, everybody that's using net or trellis or wire or string, they're using that because they saw their buddy using that. And they thought, I'm going to do that, but just a little bit better like this or that or whatever. So, you know, using hangers my whole life, using string and net and everything else, I really, uh, you know, without, without giving you a, too much of a walkthrough or, a, you know, I, I don't have a, a video to give you, but when you, when you do that crab walk, when you've got strings and wires in the room, you know, and you've got to crouch down real low with a bin and walk freaking CrossFit workout to get across the room and a, and a squat and, you know, stand up and hang everything on wire. You know, my first development in the system was the ability to move all that stuff out of the way so that you could load a room and unload a room without a bunch of shit in your way. Right. And so that's kind of, that was kind of the beginning of the evolution of dry flower was the ability to hang your cannabis in place as you moved into the space with nothing in there. So you, you approach an empty space and you back your way out filling it. And then when you wanna empty it, you move everything out of the way as you work your way in. And then whenever all the weeds down, everything's out of the, out of the way. And I you know, originally started with plastic hangers, wire hangers. Eventually we moved into a, a collapsible rack system. And now we've got, dude, we've got sick hangers, patented hangers that are game changer that hold you know, three, four, five, 10 times the weight that a wire hanger can hold you know, they, they crush on efficiency. And so, you know, over the years, that's what's really been developed is what I call the hang harvesting system, which is a combination of hangers, brackets, and sticks that allow you to cut and hang your cannabis in the field, in the grow room, as close to the crop as possible, and then expedite that crop to your dry space or your dry location. So really what this is, is it's 
you know, dude, it's game changing systems to like really start saving people money on their labor. And in this game where the, where it's getting so tight, freaking outdoor pounds up here, like in Oregon, they're like three, 400 bucks for outdoor chronic. I mean, dude, that's as cheap as I was getting brickweed for in the nineties. You know, I was paying three twenty-five for brickweed. Yeah. So pounds outdoor, if you're not cutting your costs as much as possible, don't even enter the game. I mean, it's like, you're going to get crushed. This game is, it's not like it used to be, you know, grow, grow 50 pounds at 4,000 a pound and you're in Fiji for six months. It's just not like that. You're lucky to pay your employees, you know, if you can hustle half your weed out the back door uh, in a rec room, you know, how it is, it's tough. So that's what, that's what dry flower brings to the table is epic game changing hang harvesting systems that streamline the knockdown, right? Nothing like this in the game, you know? Absolutely. That's crazy. You know, it's funny when you said that, when you go, you know, it's not, it's not like the game is like, you got $4,000 pounds and you go to hang on Fiji for six months. That kills me because you're, you know, like from being from Washington state, I know, you know, like a lot of the outdoor growers, you know, I've, I've dealt with and stuff. And like, that was their whole thing, right? They go do their crop. They do their one, you know, one year harvest, you know, once a year harvest, you know, for whatever, like whatever the term is, like, what is it like, you know, they plant in like what March or April or something. And then they go and harvest in October or whatever, but like, and then they go off and, and it's like the game has changed. You cannot go, you don't, there's not enough money in it now especially when you think about all the other forces coming in, when you think about Delta eight, the hemp, like you think about all that stuff, it's just, and there's just also just more growers. So it's not, you know, you can't go and do unless you, I guess you utilize and, you know, unless you close down, you know, you, you open up your margins in terms of bringing, you know, less, less labor or, you know, you cut costs in some ways, you know, maybe, maybe then you can squeeze out a trip to Mexico or. Yeah. Shit. Trimmers used to make a living. They used yeah. to make 50 a pound. Those guys used to come in for two months and they'd go to Bali for three months. Yeah. <laughs> they'd trim for a couple months and crush it and make 25K or 30K, right? 40K, whatever, and just kill it. Now those days are gone. I mean, the trimmers, they need a union now or they're, they're, they're not going to have anything to do. Like they need some, they need some help, you know, really. Because yeah. it's, it's, you know, I don't know. I don't even know what that game's like now, the trim game. It's, it's tough. I know that, that, you know, guys are paying a hundred bucks a pound or, you know, 75 bucks a pound of hand trimmer, buck 25. Like that's tight. That's, that's, that's thin, man. You're going to, you know, so, you know, it's a, it's a tough game. It's, it's yeah. a tough game. Margins are, keep getting thinner. You got to grow the best. You got to streamline the process. You've got to cut corners where you can. And, you know, for me, I just want to keep puffing dabs, you know? So that's what I'm all about is, is, you know, th- these systems are really just supporting my, my, my family now, my habit of smoking dabs and my, my yoga lifestyle, you know, that's what, that's what's Absolutely. And, and I want to get into like the lifestyle brand here in a sec, but I'm also curious, like, have you heard of, um, I I was telling you a little bit earlier, have you heard about the flash frozen curing stuff? Cause I, I'm curious, I'm curious what you think about those. If you you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Tell me more. It's like they harvest it and then they throw it in a freezer and then it's like it's like sublimation pretty much when they freeze it and then they skip the they skip the the liquid phase and they go straight to gaseous and then they suck out the gaseous and I mean um, I'm not a maker so I can't really speak to the the technique or you know yeah. that um, but more and more I've been smoking a lot of live rosin yeah mm-hmm. and 
I'm almost completely off BHO. Nothing wrong with BHO. There's some great BHO out there. Yeah. I still BHO all day, but you know, it's <laughs> really kind of kind of won me over these yeah. days. Live and, resin is is amazing. I love live resin. BHO, man, I had a lot of friends blow them the like <laughs> blow themselves up. It's not yeah. wrong. I mean, I, I, you get a great. I think you get a, a, a definitely a different turp profile yeah. in BHO mm -hmm. than live resin. Consistency is different. You, it, it's whatever. I'm still learning, you know, and I'm, I'm enjoying and learning. So, but around me right here in Southern Oregon, there's tons of proper hash makers, Dirty Arm Farm, Bo's Nose, Happy Cabbage. Those are, you know, some of my favorite. I've heard about Happy Cabbage. I've heard about them. I've heard all about them. Yeah. The goods. And so I'm blessed to be here in the, in the town, in the valley, in the Mecca, really. This is, this is a hub, Ashland. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Rogue Valley is really a hub mm -hmm. for the cannabis game on the West Coast. And I know there's a lot of claims. I mean, I've been down to Mendo. I spent done a little bit of work down there, and you know, whatever, Humboldt, Garberville, whatever. Whole West Coast, bro. Whole West Coast has got they've got hubs in them all. I think really, you think about Cali, Oregon, and then parts of Washington. I mean, it's it's all, it's all the mecca. I think that's all. I mean, I think it's all everything that's on the other side of the Cascade Cascade Mountains, right? It's, it's there's a lot, there's it, a lot of hubs. It's dirt road you drive down. Off the 101 north yeah. of San Francisco, there's dope growers every yeah. road. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, it's can't uh, get away from Up by Sacramento, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everywhere, dude. There's some I amazing mean, growers. Where? I mean, dude, it's every town you go to, you hit the outskirts and it's it's growers everywhere. I don't even, it, sometimes I just think about where does all the cannabis go? Like, where does all this product actually move? How much is actually being grown and moved? How much is being smoked and, and you know, consumed? It's, it's I, yeah it's wild i think a lot of it's been moved out of state i mean oregon i mean oregon's oh, been flooding the market happen. for years right you guys have been flooding the market for fucking ever i mean like especially after legal so tell me what, what do you think about oregon's model right now like like i'm curious i'm just curious to get some insight from someone that you know i don't think i've had anybody ever on the podcast from oregon specifically surprisingly enough but you guys you guys have no license caps on the growing i know all about it right and so you're probably in a very prime position for yourself and dry flower, right? Because you've got, I mean, I, I bet per capita out of all three states, Washington, Oregon, and California, if you were to like, like per capita, you know, I know there's obviously so many more people in Cali, but I guarantee you there's probably the most growers are in Oregon. Probably markets so blown out here because, yeah. you know, it, everything turned to hemp a few years ago, three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. And, I'll turn to you know guys doing autos auto flower tea and now this last couple of years it's just like full-blown tea so guys are getting you know and it is everybody knows this they're doing hemp permits and doing 20 30 40 50 acres of tea um just wide open right on the freeway and so it's just it's just a free-for-all you know really it's like if you're if you're on the forefront and you know what's up you you're you're, you're probably sitting on like 30 or 40 thousand pounds right now because even though everybody's blown it up and they're growing so much, nobody can even move it. And that's why prices are so low. Two, three, four hundred bucks for outdoor pounds. Depots at like five, six. Dude, really? Make... Depths are at five or six? That's pretty low. I, I don't know where the market's going to go. It, it, it hurts me because I want the market up. Because if, yeah. if the market, nobody can buy, they can't buy tools. They can't buy equipment if they're not crushing. So, you know, if, you know it is, it, it's a good market. And we need, we know, we need the market to come back up. And I don't know how, what that looks like. I think it um, will. I think it will eventually. It's, 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 I would rather, 
I'd rather there be competition and people kind of duke it out and the smartest and the best operators rise to the top, the cream of the crop, like you'd say. It just takes time. Like this is the kind of painful period for, you know, for the, you know, it's funny. Like, so there's a license cap on, on retailers, right? Do you know that or no? Did not know that. No. I think there is an organ. I might be wrong. I, I might be, maybe there isn't, I don't know. I, I think the market though, like I'm, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm capitalist, right? Like I want to see people compete and stuff. And so I think that there's, I don't know, it's going to be tough. It's hard to say, it's hard to say how it's going to turn out, but I know, I know, I know I've been hearing for at least like three, four years now that Oregon, I mean, that's like back in, you know, back when I was coming up like high school, my brother, you know, he, he was buddies with all these growers down in Oregon. He'd bring me up like 20 packs and stuff and 50 packs and I'd just flood the market up in Seattle <laughs> with the outdoor and stuff but yeah it's, it's dope up here man I, I really like Oregon I like the vibes here I'm from SoCal originally okay uh, oh, yeah. um, and ended up up here but it's you know it's meant to be I feel blessed to be up here in in the hub you know it's it's it, it, a lot more cannabis action than where I'm where I'm from in SoCal you know Santa yeah. Barbara Vin- yeah, so, yeah 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 there's Santa you know Southern Cal is starting to develop out but it's obviously all really indoor light up mainly Dude, indoor you know what you know what's come on big is santa barbara county their outdoor grows have come on huge i think they've they've got like 3200 acres coming online wow. outdoor so i mean some of the biggest grows in the in the country i for outdoor are are santa barbara county i mean they are 3200 acres oh my 30, fucking max, God. i think they have 1600 acres online and coming online 2022 that'll be live that's nuts. 16 of legit cannabis you know so that's it's massive you know it's where's it gonna go i don't know there's some there's some huge players there's there's consolidation coming you know it's happening every day um absolutely so i feel blessed to, to have the system that you know in place and to you know be able to offer something that's just revolutionary something that's so new and outside the box and and so beneficial like truly beneficial you know not some you know gimmicky bullshit that's you know scammer shit, like real game changer shit that when you get this it's like it's 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 game changer period so you know that's what i'm all about is bringing that to the bringing that to the market and and really start to develop the dry flower brand the lifestyle brand of you know cannabis family and yoga you know feeling good positive vibes up uppity vibes you know feeling good you know, wanting, uh, wanting a good life, you know, good experiences, like positive experiences, moment to moment, not, you know, not gangster gun shit, but like, you know, I don't want to say the hippie love and light, but you know, you know, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to pull up a, a quick little video of you. Cause I, I found your YouTube. Is that cool? Let me pull up. A... I don't even know what it is. Is it, is it, is it yoga stuff? Dry no, 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 no. I want to see the hangers and stuff. So I want to, I want to show the, the, I want to show, let me, let's, let's see, let's pull this up. Let's pull this up. We'll see. Instagram's really got the goods, I think. Oh, um, it does? Okay. Let's go. Ahead. That, that's really the spot. Okay. Let's the, go to Instagram. Um, yeah. Dry Flower Solutions has the, my, my main Dry Flower page got taken down a few months ago when they, when IG did that sweep and everybody got taken down you know, for no reason. And I haven't been able to bring that back up. That's killing me. But now I've got like four channels going just to try. Yeah, to you got to do that, bro. You got to diversify. Like I've, I've got like, I got like 10 or something like that now, dude. It's something ridiculous. Like, 
take them down, man. Yeah. So, Hell yeah. Okay, sweet. So which one should we look at? By the okay, way, guys, so, go follow Dry Flower Solutions. I mean, dude, that that first one right there, the second video, either one, every one, man. That, it, let's let's just check this out. Let's check this out. Let's check this one out. What up? What up, you guys? Check it out on the reel. The pro pods behind me are designed for large scale knockdowns. If you're doing an acre, a couple of acres, this is the play for you. This is large scale hang harvesting at its finest. That is nuts, dude. I mean, honestly, guys, knocking down acres and stuff, they're still using bins and totes, and, and you know, I could oh, go yeah. into it in depth of the inefficiency and, and you know what dry flower offers and like those pro pods nothing like it nothing i mean if you're knocking out a couple yeah. pounds you know, if you're doing acres you you have to have them you know once you understand oh, yeah. them there's no other way so i've done i've done a few acres out, out like outdoor and i mean it, it it's a fucking process like yeah. the totes oh my god like oh my yeah. and then you gotta have everyone hang like like i, I like you know the we had this drying facility could carry you know it was old apple uh storage facility whatever so it was like ten thousand acres you know ten thousand pounds you could put in it um but it was still like hanging it on you know just hanging it one by one you know all that and it 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 was crazy and then there was trellis too which was fucking dreadful unloading trellis is probably the worst nightmare that you can ask for you know (laughs) i don't care if you smoke weed or unloading trellis is a nightmare period mm-hmm. so you know going back up on a, on a scaffolding or a ladder with a tote and then unloading branch by branch into that tote and then walk the tote back down the ladder whatever chaos chaos dude chaos i mean we we load everything right at ground level and then we get it hung up and then we bring it all down and we unload it at ground level so it's so easy so streamlined so fast i mean it's stupid pull up you know pull up a clip of uh of emptying the hangers if you want to show the the game changer you know that's that's really where it's at is you know that that's the easy part for people to understand is wow look at how fast this comes down it doesn't really do justice on how streamlined the whole system is though you know from the crop to the there's a video right there there's some emptying on that one right there i think sticks off we're gonna move the sticks out of the way and i'm gonna get at that second rack watch how fast this goes down Look at how pretty that is. Ready to pick up and buck. Now that we've moved some of the material out of the way, the sticks are gone, the hangers are gone, and now this is our workspace again. So we've got a J Harvest rack right here. We've got a couple totes we're unloading flour into. We'll just keep moving on in until it's empty and clean, streamlining the process. That is awesome. Okay, I get that now. That makes a lot more sense to me. Okay. We've got, you know, I've got multiple hangers. I've got multiple applications. So it doesn't matter if you're doing, you know, an, an acre. It doesn't matter if you're doing a couple plants. Like we have customers, customization for every grower, you know, in all so much equipment. I mean, I have a catalog. I got a catalog now of different parts and applications for different situations. So it's just case by case. We can 
streamline everybody's harvest. Doesn't matter what you're doing. It's game on. So it's good times, man. And, and, and I just love every day waking up, getting that inbox, getting new clients that are like, Hey, I've got to grow out here. I'm doing an acre. I'm doing, you know, I've got 10 light indoor, whatever. And I just get on the phone with them and, and bullshit for 10 minutes, make a new friend and get them set up proper. And they're stoked. So it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm living the dream over here. <laughs> really dude. Just, you know, my passion still able to, you know, be in the weed game, smoking weed every day, which is, which is my passion, which is why I'm here. Cause that's what I'm all about. I, you know, that's, that's what I love to do. I believe in the plan. I believe in the, uh, what it does, where it brings you in, in, on a consciousness level. And so, you know, to be able to do that and work with growers day in and day out and provide an awesome product that changes their life and makes them smile and have them come back to me and say, that's so awesome. I just need a little bit more. <laughs> it's like, it, life's great, man. So yeah, absolutely. Dude. I mean, it's the, you know, it, it, it's, you know, for, you know, I, I have a lot more experience with outdoor grows and I mean, there's a time, I mean, there, there's a, there, you know, you ever, if you ever want to be around like a head grower around harvest time outdoor, I mean, dude, their heads are fucking spinning. Cause they're just, they, it's a, it's a race against time. They want to leave the plant in the, they want to leave the plant in long enough, but they can't leave it in too long or else it gets fucking frozen. I, yeah. I, that guy. So yeah. I, <laughs> that was flipping out and sleeping four hours a, a day, yeah. you know, up till two o'clock in the morning, yep. you know, crew and the crews, you know, they're up, all up two o'clock in the morning, hanging shit. That's a big, oh. I've done, I've done that many times. It's been up. We've been up to like 4am fucking racing against time, hanging yeah, all, shit, all that, the whole thing, man. Yeah. And, and you're, when you're racing against time and you don't have proper facilities, dude, it just kills you. It, the rains come down. You only have so much space. Shit's molding in the field. And, and it was unanticipated. And you don't have, you're fucked. I mean, it sucks. It's it's the worst feeling ever. Being unprepared at cannabis harvest sucks. And you're already unprepared financially. I don't almost, I don't care who you are, dude. Almost everybody is unprepared financially when it comes to harvest. Maybe these, you know, super baller chads that have money in the game now, and they've got their hedge fund behind them, but real growers, they just make it to the end, you know, owing money to the trimmers, owing money for those newts that the last couple of weeks they wanted to pump the plants with whatever. And, and that's how it is, you know? So it's, it's, a, it's a bootstrap program, you know, for the real guys. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's, and I, that's why, you know, when we were just talking earlier, I mean, it really, cause I, I've seen it, I've been through it. Like I, like I said, I dealt with a lot of outdoor growers and, you know, the indoor growers, I don't, if they've never done outdoor, they don't understand this, no, no you know, no offense to them or anything like that, but the outdoor, it is, it is wild. Like, and that's like your whole, if you fuck something up there, right. I mean, you're, you're fucked for the rest of the year. You're going to be digging out of a hole the entire rest of the year until the next harvest. And it's, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I saw this whole study done that there's a, there's, there's, just, there's like a ton of these outdoor growers that are like going into deep depression because, you know, they're fucking shit, 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 you know, one year went, went south. And so, and then it keeps piling up and it, it, it can get people in a really tough hole. So it's like, you know, you know, there was la- last year there were several suicides up here yeah pro- that's I, that's guy. what i was referencing and so there was a whole article that mj biz did on it mm-hmm. yeah told, you know hay farm or whatever and they they somehow they thought they were gonna make it work it, the thing is with cannabis it's it's not that easy i mean there's so many there's so many bumps in the road that can take you down and you know it's like it, it, like i said i smoke weed every day my whole life that's why i'm here so I'm going to keep going and keep taking hits. I've taken more hits than most people would ever even dream of taking in the cannabis game. If they took the hits I took, they'd been crawling with the tail between the legs a long time ago. But because I keep smoking weed and I believe in it, I just, dude, I'm just sticking at this game. I believe in the game. I believe in it. And so 
you know, it's, you're going to take hits, man. You're, you're <laughs> my, my trains went off the tracks, but it's like, yeah, man, it, there's, there's, fuck. The start no, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the life of a, of a, of a grower. You know, it's, it's something that I continuously like talk about, you know, in, in like my documentaries that I do is I just show it like, you know, these, I mean, growers like yourself, just growers in general, like, I mean, people, you'd be surprised. I mean, the, some of these growers, I mean, like, including yourself, like the mental toughness that you have to have to like, keep going back at it, keep going back at it. It's, 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 it's like, it it gets emotional because it's like people, people really don't understand, like, like, you know, I'm interviewing these different growers and stuff and, and, I, and I'll talk to them and they'll tell me, they'll tell me the most fucked up shit. Like they got robbed, they, their partner flipped on them. They fucked up, you know, the, this one harvest or all these things. Right. So yeah, it's, it, and it's sad. You get these hemp guys come in the game. They have one bad crop. They kill themselves because they put all their money in. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's just a character. That's their character, you know? And it's like in this, in this game, you're, you're going to take hits. You know, and they and what happened is guys like that are looking to make money, and they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a bunch of money. I'm gonna get the game." They have these high, lofty expectations, and then they take a hit, and it kills them, literally. And then they kill themselves. I mean, I don't know. It's just when you've been down so many times, you you you, and you understand the game. You know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's another year. There's another day. You know, it's just money. Like, man, I can't tell you how many times I've been down with nothing. I mean, freaking, you know, on the run, literally with nothing and no help, no support. And looking for new clients, looking for new leads, looking for people to buy weed from and sell weed to, and you know, trying to reinvent my my clientele, you know, at times after taking, you know, I, you know, taking the worst hits imaginable. And so, you know, I'm just I, I I'm I'm blessed by God because I have faith that carries me through, and I feel purpose. And because I feel purpose, it doesn't matter when I take hits because I know it's leading me somewhere. And it's in in and look at where it's led me. You know, all the hits I've taken. Fuck here I am, man you know, forefront of the, of the drying game, you know, in my own lane, crushing. Yeah. Crushing. Innovating, innovating. Yeah. And I feel blessed, you know, blessed. And I feel deserving. Honestly, I feel deserving because I've taken all these hits because I put in all this time because I've, you know, been robbed, been set up been on and on and on, dude. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All of it, dude. And it, it's all building your character. It's all building you. It's all, it's all part of, you know, fate, god's plant whatever you know like like it's all that and it's all like and so I, I agree with you dude like you know hard you know being uncomfortable hardships like those that's where you grow that's where right. you grow as a person and that's where you know you keep go- like you will succeed it's just a matter of how if long will it take that's right if you're willing if you have yes. faith believe in yourself you know nobody believes and you gotta believe in yourself and you gotta know who you are if you don't know who you are Nobody else is going to tell you you're a king. Mm-hmm. They're not going to pull a, a, a bum out of the street and say, you're, you know, you're a king. Don't you see that you're a king? You got to find that out for yourself and go after it yeah. and believe it, you know, and then and then and then take the hits and, and have faith and and see where that goes. And, I, and I'm an example of what that looks like when you have faith and you take hits and you keep pressing forward and you keep being transparent and and really honest, you know, in spite of the fact that, you know, I've been in the cannabis business my whole life and it's been illegal. You know, I've been dishonest to to some capacity because i don't want to go to jail but that doesn't mean that i'm you know have bad low integrity you're not a criminal it's it's so, you know yeah you know it's like i feel great about what i do i, I don't hide what i do i've never especially now that it's legal and dude, I'm, I'm i smoke weed in 
in public all day long. I don't, I don't feel bad about what I do. I'm blessed. Loud and proud, baby. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. they were, you know, if they knew what I knew, they, they do like I do, yeah. but they know what I know. So they just, they do what they do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, let's, let's wrap this up. I want to talk about like your lifestyle brand and like the yoga and stuff and, 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 you know, let's, let's conclude with that. Cause I want to, I want to. Yeah. And so, so, so really, you know, the, 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 the system really, really came about as I was uh, operating a yoga studio as a Bikram yoga teacher and I own a Bikram yoga studio. Um, and that's really when I, I started to get back into, you know, what is the hang harvesting system and, and what does it look like and really started to develop it. And from that, that yoga lifestyle came all my support to, to, to begin dry flower, my, my investor, my, my right hand, my everything, you know, everything came from that place. And so essentially, you know, the lifestyle is what it's all about. It's all about practicing that yoga daily to get that rebirth, to really you know what Bikram yoga is to, for people that don't know, explain so Bikram, 90 minute, 105 degree hot yoga practice. And it's really, it's, it's transformational. You know, there's a lot of yoga out there. And in my experience, there's nothing that's actually transformational like Bikram yoga. It is life-changing, just regardless, period. It's life-changing. And, and, and only direct experience will tell you for yourself what it is. So don't listen to the hype. Go try a Bikram yoga class in your town. Go check it out. Have a taste. And if you don't like it, then you don't like it. If you like it, then you're blessed because it will transform you into you. And it will make you the happiest, most capable, most transparent, most functional being you've ever been. If you stick with it and do it consistently, no, it's not that fun. No, it's not easy, but is it worth it? Oh yeah. 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 You have to be with So it's, it seems like one of those things that it, it, it pushes you, it makes you uncomfortable. It, it, it pushes it, 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 it like, I, like I realized I just, you know, I've been knowing this forever, but you know, I felt like I was kind of stagnant as of, as of late. And I've started to mix things up. I started to get in my comfort zone. I'm starting to like, really, you know, get back in the gym, push myself, you know, all that stuff. And I'm just feeling way better. Right. And I feel like that's something that like Bikram yoga is something that's for you that's helped and, and, you know, could, could help others and stuff. So health, there's, there's nothing more important than your health. Mm-hmm. And when you're hundred, ask anybody that's in their nineties, they'd give up all their, they'd probably give it all up just to, just to run and, and walk and be youthful again, you know, just to have the ability and, and to have that aid that all that time in front of you and, and the capability to run and, and play. You know, there's nothing more important than health until you lose it. You, you don't even realize that. You don't realize it. Yep. Health so, is wealth. Health is wealth. I'm blessed to have to, to just grasp that and, and been shown that and, you know, been guided in this way to be attracted to this type of yoga that is so transformational because you, you can't be forced to like it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Then you might rather just like drugs or rock and roll or NASCAR. I don't know. I don't know what you like. I'm blessed to like yoga. I'm blessed to like something that's, that's positively transformational, you know, I'm, and, and that way I'm blessed. And so lifestyle brand of, of dry flower is really, it's all about family cannabis and yoga, because that's, that's my life. You know, that's what I believe in. That's how I live. And I'm, and I'm, I'm over here glowing, you know, I'm happy. It's like a stress you know? relieving kind of brand as well. Right. I mean, not only from the like dry, like the actual technology, the, 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 the dry flower tech that you guys are allowing to stre- lower the stress levels, but also focusing on health. And cause like we were just talking about with these growers, right. These people are committing fucking suicide and it's fucking, it's so sad. And it's because, you know, they've had everything, you know, it, 
life is about balance, right? I feel like you need to balance the health with the work and, and, and all that, right? And the family. Anybody yeah. that has faith, 100% faith in God is not going to kill themselves because they're going to understand that God's, this is God's plan and, and they have to be patient and wait for the guidance to see where this is going. Doesn't mean it feels good. I never said it's going to feel good. But, you know, faith, like we all go up and down. We all have, we all feel pain and misery and joy and love. We all feel those feelings. And so, you know, if you have the faith to carry through, you're going to, you're going to be, you know, see the light again. That's inevitably with us all. So, you know, we all take hits. We all go down. We all, we all struggle and suffer. But if you can keep the chin up and, and, and keep the faith that, you know, you're being guided somewhere, you know, where, I don't know. I mean, I do know, <laughs> but you know, where are you being guided? That's, you know, to the next level. To the know, next so level. The, don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. Find your joy. And that's what is all about, man. Joy, joy, joy. Absolutely. Well, thank you again, Jay. I appreciate you uh, joining us. And I'd love to have you back on the show. Yeah, where where can the people find you? Obviously, we can yeah, go. Yeah. You can find us. Uh, you can find us at the website dryflower.com. That's dryflower with an I, D R I F L O W E R dot com. You can hit the Instagram dryflower solutions, dryflower systems. Um, either one of those is good. And hit, yeah, the, hit we'll, the. We'll put the Instagrams down below. I I can't put the website just because YouTube will flag me because they hate cannabis for some reason. It just bugs me, but. <laughs> Anyway, um, but I'll put the Instagrams. You can go to Instagram, go follow, go connect with Jay uh, and their team and stuff. Um, and yeah. yeah, absolutely. Stoked to be on the show. Yeah, man. Hey, we'll, we'll, it'll be dope. This will be dope, man. Yeah, we'll, ha we'll have to have you back. We'll have to link up here soon. Everyone, yeah, go check it out, guys. I think this is a really, really dope podcast. Actually, I, I love I love the message and, and the, the, the overall, you know, everything that you're doing right now. So definitely go mess with Jay and dry flower. Um, this is the frame of flower podcast episode number 55 with my man, Jay. Thanks for watching. Appreciate y'all. <laughs>